Groovy. All right. Awesome. Well, hello, TWP Conversations, thewholepastor.org. This is Bobby Contreras. Uh, greetings. Happy February. We're February 3, um, three, three days into February. Um, not sure when this is going to be public, but welcome to February nonetheless. I get to sit here with my good buddy, Paul Hernandez. Um, man, we go back. We go back to... Um, I was going to say the good old days, but I think all days are good. But there were some good days. Uh, many of you know that Hannah and I came to San Antonio three, 13 years ago uh, to do student and family ministries. And uh, Paul is one of those many awesome students that Hannah got to do life with, um, that we got to see God just grow and blossom into some super, super great dude. Um I'm going to let him tell a little bit of a story as to where he went post high school because we met when he was in high school. Um, but recently, this last June, uh, we were at a wedding together of another uh, student or classmate of Paul's, another student of mine. Um, we were in Birmingham, Alabama. And we got to hang out a little bit. Um, and that's where I got to get a glimpse of what Paul's doing now, um, a nonprofit that he's volunteering with, um, and uh, just got to hear his heart. So I'm gonna let Paul just tell us who you are, where you're at, and what you're up to, and then we'll get into some other stuff. Well, hey everybody, my name is Paul Hernandez, and like Bobby said, I had the pleasure of meeting Bobby back in high school. I, I think I was a sophomore, and it was through through campus life, and so it's, it's been such a pleasure uh, keeping up with Bobby. He, so faithful and texts kind of a group of us from our little high school group every pretty much every day and it's cool that even all these years now and out of school he still does that and so really grateful for him but met Bobby in high school uh, in San Antonio I ended up going to school at the University of Georgia uh, really great time out there and I'm now living in Dallas Texas uh, doing business consulting and uh, am just involved in the community doing a few different things we'll probably get to that here in a minute, but, uh, that's kind of my current, current situation. Yeah. I mean, Hey, it's awesome. So we got on zoom here a little earlier. And, um, if you kind of look behind you, even though you went to Georgia, you're in Dallas, you're representing with the San Antonio, Texas, there it is. That's very cool. Thank you for supporting, uh, and re remembering your roots. It's important. Um, Absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, I, we, we started this conversation. We we're in Birmingham. We're having dinner. Um, and uh, you, we started talking just like a little bit of what's been going on in all of our lives. But um, for this conversation, the reason why I wanted to have you on is um, as the whole pastor is concerned, we have been emphasizing the idea of physical health. Um, there are things that as men, as women, as pastors, as leaders, as church members, as church community, there are things that we can do um, to really <clears throat> think differently when it comes uh, to our physical health, think creatively when it comes to our physical health. And so um, let's start there. What, what is it that you do to maybe emphasize some physical health in, in your everyday personally? Yeah, I, uh, we, were, we were talking about this, but I'm a early riser. I do enjoy getting up early. So um, I try to get up at five every morning and kind of start with, you know, just some, some prayer and some, some time and really just really before I get out of bed, just kind of t taking some time to really you know be thoughtful and practice some gratitude. And 
so that's more spiritual. I find that that does kind of set the tone for, for the rest of, of my days. Uh, but then, you know, as I'm getting up in the mornings, I'll kind of, it changes from day to day, but I've been doing some yoga in the mornings and I run quite a bit, at least three, probably three times a week. And I've found that whenever I leave it to the afternoon, I always have great intentions to do it in the afternoon, but when, when left to chance, uh, more often than not, it doesn't happen. And so I've tried to, uh, you know, prioritize getting it done before kind of my day ramps up. And it's funny that when I do get busy, it seems that it's the first thing, you know, one of the first things to go. Uh, but I find that when I do, when I do let it go, those days often are not as productive and I, you know, don't have the energy that I normally have. And so now I've kind of, um, just come to really prioritize it and, you know, really kind of just doing something physical in the morning, uh, before jumping into my day. That's awesome, man. I think that's really cool. Yoga running. Um, and, and we said this, so before we press record here, um, I applaud you on waking up early. That is something that I have tried to intentionally add to my day. And so, um, I told you my alarm is not set for 5 AM. It's set for 507 AM. And then I have a backup alarm that's 516 AM. Um, and so, I don't know what it is, if it's like more of like this mental thing, like, oh my goodness, I realize I'm waking at 5 a.m. that the switch to 507 has helped to get me out of bed. So um, I don't know if that's works for you, if I'm just the only weirdo that that works for, but um, um, I applaud you to do, to do just that. Um, yoga, man. So um, I, I, I would like to get into yoga. Like, is this some stretching? Is this just like basic stuff that you're doing? Like, on YouTube or something? Um, why, why did you get into that or what started that for you? So I, uh, though I'm only 25, I started having some back pain recently. I think it's probably just because I'm sitting down all day working remotely and I just, that I got to do something about this. And so I reached out to some friends and I just have the Peloton uh, app, which you can download. It's free for one or two months. And then I think it's, it's not, not, very expensive on like a monthly, but they have just this whole kind of catalog of, of yoga content. And so in the mornings, you know, I go and it's I pretty intermediate, you know, basic stuff, but they will do these kind of self-guided classes and has really helped truthfully, just like my back and kind of in general. And I realized that I think I'm a lot more of a tense person than I think I realized that even just, you know, like physically, you know, I'm not that flexible. And so um, I started doing that in the mornings and I just feel honestly a lot more uh, flexible and even just like sitting, sitting around, like I don't, I don't have the back pain that I, that I was having. And so it's good. And it just, you know, allows me to kind of be in tune, aware of my body, I think, and more in ways that I haven't been before. So it's a small thing that I've been doing, but really, you know, like how I've honestly been kind of recommending it to all my friends and, and you know, encouraging people to do it as well. Yeah, that's awesome. That's good. I, I so Ella, our oldest, um, is really into yoga. Um, and so, I'd like to get into it myself, um, but that's good. That's good. I think I hope a lot of people that hear that uh, realize that maybe some of the relief for their back pain, maybe some other leg pain, arm pain would be helpful to get into some very beginner or an intermediate yoga. Um, that's awesome. Hey, so we have a, a number of uh, folks that are in the DFW area. Um, let's get into running a little bit. So where I mean, do you have some favorite places that you go and run? Are there some spots that are like, these are the go-to running places or don't run over here? What, what does that look like for you? And you said three times a week. Um, so where, where are you headed? So I have a couple of favorites. There's the Katy Trail, which is kind of right through uh, 
you know, the, the downtown area, uh, it's kind of a, you know, it's great to just go and kind of people watch, see different people. Um, then there's White Rock Lake as well, uh, which is about nine miles all the way around. And so that's a great, great one as well, right on the little lake. I kind of have a neighborhood route that I like to do. I kind of have my different distances that I like. Um, but honestly, one of my new favorite things is what I call just getting lost. And I'll just kind of set some time and I'll just kind of explore the city, uh, you know, either through a neighborhood or through a part of downtown. And I, uh, it's actually made me kind of fall in love with Dallas a little bit more. Cause I think, you know, when you're driving around and, you know, you can appreciate it, but I've really enjoyed just kind of the, the freedom of just like, well, I'm going to take a right and I want to take a left or I'm going to go straight. And uh, I'm, I'm a pretty structured person typically. So I think it's good and just encourages me to kind of explore and, you know, feel like a kid almost just, you know, exploring in a way, but just I'm running around instead of, you know, in a backyard. Yeah, man, that's awesome. So it, if there could be like a subtitle or a heading for this TWP conversations, I'm going to make sure it says this set time to get lost. Um, Maybe we should make some T-shirts or something that says "Set Time to Get Lost" or just "Get Lost." Um, but I like that. I'm I'm trying to pull up here. Um, goodness, who was it? Um, there is a professional ultra runner, um, and he is he is a Solomon runner, or at least that's who he runs with. Um, uh, what is his name? Ricky Gates. I don't know if you heard of him, but he's an ultra runner and he did this thing. He lives in San Francisco and he set off to do, to run every street in, um, San Francisco, which I think he did it in like 46 days or something like that. Um, wow. but that's all he did. Well, I mean, obviously he gets paid to do it. Um, but, um, <laughs> Yeah, I love that because I thought, what is a way that I could, so I'm here in Alamo Heights, Texas. So you got the big city, San Antonio, and then the municipality that is Alamo Heights. And I often too, I love to run up and down uh, my neighborhood and community, but maybe set a goal. So you said, I set some time and I get lost, um, but maybe when you get back or maybe those that are hearing this can just like start knocking off on a map, like, okay, I did these streets and now I'll go do some other streets, but um, so yeah, so thank you. A little plug for Ricky Gates, the uh, ultra runner, and thank you, Paul, yeah. for telling us to get lost. Absolutely. <clears throat> hey, so one of the other things that has been uh, really on my heart and my mind since our our uh, dinner conversation in Birmingham, Alabama, um, was you kind of shared insights to me about this uh, nonprofit called Back on My Feet, um, and so. I want to hear more about that. And I want you to be able to tell the TWP conversation listeners about that, um, how you got plugged in to back on my feet, what is back on my feet and and what is a typical week or day or, or month that, that you participate with back on my feet? Absolutely. Uh, so back on my feet is a national nonprofit. So in I think 14 cities around the country and it is really designed around uh, just forming community around running with people who are primarily in shelters. So homeless shelters and like addiction recovery shelters. And so uh, what it looks like is really, we call um, the folks that are in these, you know, shelters, those are uh, members and then volunteers are the folks that are you're not currently, you know, in, in, in a shelter. And so um, what it looks like for me here in Dallas is there's a Salvation Army uh, there's a, a small team of us, and then Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning at 5:45, we 
we we meet up and and we run together or we run or walk um and so the uh you know there there's a bit of a plan but i think that what it's what really revolves around is just community and and doing something together and i think what's really beautiful about to me is that it could be any any walk of life you know you could be a you know any career engineer lawyer doctor or you could be someone in a shelter who's you know in a, in a really challenging time but when you get together you know we circle up the beginning we say a quick prayer and then go off and run and and in those moments there's nothing you know you're just two two people running together you know regardless of your background uh you're you're two people running along and so what really uh, is cool to see is just kind of the friendships that are formed and how you know it's it's not just one way it's definitely both ways in terms of what you know what i've learned and what you know from people and like perspective that I've, I've gained into the world, but all to say, uh, you know, in these, in this group of running, we ultimately are trying to get folks back on their feet. And so after a certain amount of time uh, and kind of consistent, you know, running, we try to help get folks into uh, basically setting a plan and just how they can get either back into school or, you know, into, into permanent housing. Uh, and it's just so cool to see how, you know, how, folks have started in shelters and ended up back in school or back in work, but so much, it all just really rolls back to just community and being, being for each other. And I think more than anything, people are just looking at, you know, want to be believed in. And I think it's a, it's a really cool forum to get together and just, you know, celebrate each other at 5:30 in the morning or 5:45 in the morning. And, um, you know, just, just press into those moments. So that's kind of a high level. I feel like I, I rambled a bit, but uh, no. that is kind of back on my feet and in a nutshell and kind of what, what it looks like for me. That's awesome. How, how did you get involved with Back on My Feet? So I was, I heard about it truthfully through a friend who was doing it, I believe in Austin. And I had done some, some uh, kind of homeless outreach in college and have been a runner for a while. And then they brought this up and I thought, well, this seems perfect, you know, run, run with people, run, you know, kind of run with purpose. And so I just sent, you know, email to the local Dallas, um, program manager and, and jumped in from there. Yeah, that's so cool, man. I, I think that's great. Um, so I'm on the website, backonmyfeet.org. Um, Atlanta, Austin, Baltimore, Boston, Chicago, Dallas, Denver, Fort Lauderdale, Annapolis, Los Angeles, New York City, Philadelphia, San Francisco, Washington, D.C. So anyone watching uh, that's into running, uh, but then maybe wants to give running some purpose, um, uh, go run. Uh, with back on my feet. So I think that's really cool, man. I, I have been perusing the website and it tells an incredible story. You are a part of an incredible story. Um, I think it says here, um, there it is. 1.2 millions of miles have been run with back on my feet. Um, and so I don't know how long that goes back. Um, um, but that's awesome. Uh, the, uh, impact that it has for these individuals' lives that are in maybe a hard spot, but the community it builds, as you're right, man, the uh, diversity of individuals, yet everyone can still run um, at whatever pace um, and they can do it together um, to encourage. Um, I mean, there's encouragement in not only the physical side of things, but the spiritual and the mental, the emotional, the relational um, and so that's really awesome, man, that you're a part of that. You said you do. So this is once a week you're, you're volunteering, uh, there with back on my feet. Yeah. So we have folks that do, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm 
kind of on a mon- Monday, Wednesday uh, routine right now, but uh, we have folks that are there, you know, every day and really, uh, you know, investing in people's lives in, in, in a really cool way. What, um, what's the normal, like how far are you going? Um, and then is there any kind of follow-up afterwards as far as just seeing or meeting or, or encouraging the individuals, the members, as you called them? Yeah. So it, I think what's so cool is kind of the the flexibility of it. So, you know, you have some people who are going to go three miles and they're going to be hitting it pretty hard. You have folks that are going to be, you know, maybe new to running, maybe not even in a, in a place where they can run yet. And so they'll walk, but at the beginning, we'll just get together and kind of say, all right, here's what I'm thinking. You know, I'm going to try to do one mile today without walking, for example. And it's, it's cool to see kind of the incremental progress that people have, you know, they start, they might start where they were walking half a mile. And then it'd be okay. I want to walk three quarters of a mile. And so it's very, you know, it's tailored to people and just, um, you know, identifying where they're at and then how they can take the next step and go you know, a little bit further, maybe a little bit faster each time. And so um, that's kind of what that looks like. I typically try to do, it, it just varies. I, sometimes I walk, sometimes I run. It just kind of depends on, on what, you know, what the folks there are, are going to be doing that day. And in terms of follow-up, uh, really cool kind of opportunities outside of the morning runs to do kind of career uh, career development and kind of goal mapping and things like that, where um, people get to you know partner with with individuals who are looking to to you know get that next step you know as they're in these kind of temporary shelters. Man, that is so neat. That's so awesome. So here's kind of what stirs my heart when I'm hearing you talk about this. One, I so we're in San Antonio, um, and currently there is not a back on my feet here in San Antonio, at least according to uh, the map, and so. Um, I would encourage anyone within these areas that do have it. So you're in Dallas and Austin, um, which I know we do have people who follow the blog from those areas to just get plugged in, uh, reach out. Um, and it, and if you don't hear what a fantastic model, um, to just be mindful about the people who, um, are around us and the opportunity that we could have uh, by running with them, um, walking with them. And so this could be as, um, you know, as extending an invitation to maybe a shelter here or uh, on Saturday, I ran with a neighbor and we ran down the east side of San Antonio. And there's, I mean, it's right there. You can see folks living under the bridges. And um, and so I I don't know what it would look like to do an invitation uh, to that extent, but also just the people around us, um, the people we work with, the people that um, our friends uh, are the parents or the families that are uh, friend have befriended our kids, um, classmates. Um, and so, yeah, man, I think, I think running is great because it does give a sense of uh, uh, the idea of health when it comes to our physical side of things, but it also gives an opportunity for us to be in community with one another. Um, and so our running gives, gives purpose and it gives life, man. So thanks for, thanks for encouraging and stirring me and my heart with that and uh, for being an example there, there in Dallas. Appreciate it, Bobby. Just thankful for you and, and your friendship after all these years. Uh, it's a pleasure talking with you. Hey, so there's two things I wanted to ask you about too. And this, I, I, I'm going to throw you uh, for a loop here because I remember us talking about two other things. Uh, when we were in Birmingham, you talked about possibly getting into rowing and possibly uh, taking my advice and getting into climbing. So have you done either one of those? Did we talk about rowing? Like, yeah, rowing? you said some, 
Yeah, you said somebody has a friend of yours, like, was rowing somewhere in Dallas. Oh, okay. I think we, I don't remember what you're talking about. So, no, I do want to get like a kayak and just kind of take the getting lost model of the roads and kind of do yeah. that with the, the, bo- the bodies of water. So, to that, I will report no, hopefully, on the horizon. Facebook Marketplace is a great, great, great uh, entity. So, might might be on there looking for a, for a kayak soon. And then for climbing, uh, yes. So I, I had to cancel, I, I did cancel my membership because of COVID, but I've been, uh, I've been back climbing a little bit. My sister is kind of the, the lead climber of the, of the family. And so she always sends me photos and I get encouraged to do a climbing. And so uh, I uh, look forward to when I'm next time in San Antonio, we'll get a climb in. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm going to hold you to that, man. Awesome. Paul, it is always great to talk with you, to hang out with you. Um, you fire me up, man. You always have. And so I'm grateful for that. Um, thank you for talking to the TWP family. And uh, um, this will be, I'm, I'm going to do as much as best as I can to post this and, and just share your insights. So thanks for being on with us. Sure thing. Thanks, Bobby. Hey, TWP family, thanks for hanging out today and listening to this conversation with Paul Hernandez. Um, you heard it. You heard it from him. Uh, get lost, set some time and get lost. So that's how we're going to leave it. Talk to you soon.